Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on. Picks on the block. At the five. At the two. At the one to the end zone. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Drink it in now. Get up Stafford throws. It is end zone. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, it is Friday. This is your host, Eric Oakery, on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Friday is everybody's favorite day of the week, right? And it's one of my favorite days because we're here talking Lions and serving up that Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid here on the show. Drink it in now. Everybody, I, I don't know how I did it. I mean, I I, I, I must have the big bucks or, or must have, you know... I don't, I don't know how I pulled off this guest twice again on this week, but Logan Lamarandier from Sports Illustrated, All Lions, was nice enough to come back here on a Friday and talk Lions, talk dollars that make sense, the series that we're into right now on Wednesday. We talk wide receivers and corners. We're here today to talk tight ends and safeties, two very intriguing positions for the Lions. So, Logan, how you doing? Oh, doing good. Happy Friday. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate having back. So we, we got so much to talk about. Me and you could just chop it up football all day long. But before we get into tight ends and safeties, I, I, I kind of give you grief sometimes because you got all this football knowledge. You're this draft expert. You got this board that's like 300 players deep when the NFL draft rolls around. Yet every time I challenge you to be in one of my fantasy football leagues, whether it be an eight-team ESPN league or a 32-team, 53-man roster league on Reality Sports Online, you, you can't step up to the plate. I mean, are you that scared of me that I'm just going to shame you with my with my skills or what? <laughs> Mostly, but I will say <laughs> I do have one league I'm in that the Reality Sports Online that I'm in, and it's like the the Dynasty league but overall i mean i used to be one of those 10 to 12 <laughs> league a year type of guys and uh after a while just lost his luster because i i typically would try to draft similar players in every league but when you're in that many leagues you just can't do it and it's like you're rooting <laughs> against the guys but also oh, you come know, on this is this is old man TV, talk it's right now it's fun when you have every <laughs> single player on your team the whole point of fantasy football like it used to always bring me into these games i didn't care about it'd be blowouts but i'd be heavily invested and so i still can be but at least i'm not going up against my own team anymore so and you know we're life in general has gotten a lot busier for me the past couple years with a kid so i just i don't have a ton of time for the fantasy football i'm sorry dude do you know when i think about all those reasons or excuses you just gave you want to know I don't want to know. No. <laughs> That's what you sound like to me. Or, or you're you're not enjoying fantasy football and acting like you're too busy like everybody else. I mean, it, it's a bad decision. Point blank. It's a bad decision. <laughs> period. Point blank. It was a 
one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. Now, now, right off the top, I was going to give you two of my teens. I want your expert opinion. But now we got beef, Logan Lamrandier, before we get into the show today. You joined a reality sports online league after I invited you multiple times. You said no, and then you went and got in another league. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, it's the best platform like out there, but what is this? this? Started, And that's when I was still in like 10 leagues. I've slowly worked really hard to you know, kind of dwindle down how many leagues I'm in. And I'm just at the happy medium of three leagues. And it's just the perfect amount for me. That's all I need. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I'm going to let it slide. But I, I want your opinions on my teams. And don't worry, everybody out there, keep on listening. If you're not a fantasy football fan, I know your life's so busy, everybody out there, that you can't enjoy football um, and, and be the GM anymore because you're over the age of, what, 24? That's the cutoff, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> like... I want to get your opinion on my team and like said, everybody that's not into this, we're just going to spend a couple minutes and then we're going to dive into tight ends and safeties for the Detroit Lions. So Logan, I'm going to give you my quick team. This is an eight team keeper league that I've been doing with my real good buddies for years and years. I'm just going to give you my, my roster real quick. And then I just want your quick thoughts on it. Can we do that? Yeah. One quarterback, two running backs, three wides, and a tight end are basically the main starting spot. So I'm going with former Lions quarterback Matt Stafford as my QB. I like to wait a little bit. I thought he was good value. My two RBs, Saquon Barkley, as well as Zeke Elliott, um, you know, loaded up there. Wide receivers, I'm going with Tyreek Hill. Keenan Allen and DJ Moore and then I also wait on my tight ends I thought I got nice value with a guy that I think could really break out Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles Logan what do you think about my starters pretty solid and actually you have a lot of crossover from my dynasty league as well so I like, I like your receivers and the running backs actually got the same running backs, so I, I'm rooting for your team, man. I need there you, you go. I'm, ro- I'm rooting for your team, bro. But uh, like I said, <laughs> I, I feel like I got upside. I got guys that produce. I got big play guys. I got solid, you know, where, where it counts type of thing. Stafford's my wild card. If he plays great, I think he got a great team. I also want Goddard to step up and be a top eight type tight end when it's all said and done. But listen to my bench. I'm just going to name these names off so you can see that I'm all about depth, Logan Lamarandier, across the board. We go pretty deep on the bench in this league, but listen to these names. Jamar Chase, Miles Sanders, Kenny Galladay, Jonu Smith, J.K. Dobbins, Odell Beckham Jr., Noah Fant, Zach Moss, Joe Burrow, Hollywood. I got Tony Pollard, Daryl Henderson, Rashad Penny, can you please do something, Irv Smith, and Carson Wentz. So like I said, I feel like I got upside. I feel like I got depth at the positions, running back and wide receiver. I'm taking some flyers on some guys that hopefully jump up. I mean, do you think this is a team that can compete? I mean, I have you on the show for your expert opinions. (laughs) It sure seems like it, but uh, yeah, with the 18 league too, though, I always got to remember that, that there's probably a lot of stacked teams, but yeah, from from everything I heard, I was like, man, yeah, you got depth through days there that you can, <laughs> you know, by weeks, you're not going to have any issues. And if someone goes down, you should have guys that step up and you have a, a pretty loaded bench where, you know, any of those guys could really break out and do a lot it's, for you. 
It's a war of attrition in, in the NFL and in fantasy, man. I'm trying to get by when injuries hit as well as have those big boom, big bust type players at times as well as take a couple rookies here in the Dynasty League. Jamar Chase will probably be on my team for years to come. So, so all right, you kind of called me out. You were like, oh, 18-team league, big deal. Like, they're all stacked. They are all stacked, and everybody's <laughs> stacked. So it's a coin flip every week. you got to bring an A game. It's a harder league to win. But I, I want to do something extra special for the people. Again, we'll keep this short. I've put out on Twitter this week my Detroit Lions. I've been building the Lions on Reality Sports Online since 2018. I sent some screenshots to the people of my players, the contracts. You know, people really were intrigued by that. They were hitting me on my DMs saying, man, like, I like this player. Oh, man, you got, how'd you, we got to get you as a Lions GM. I said, no, Brad Holmes, he's going to take care of us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I feel good about him. But I mean, if he wants to hire me to get him coffee or whatever, I'd be happy to do so. But uh, let me give you my Lions starters. Can I do this here on, it's a 30 32 team league, 53 players per roster. We built it off the real team in 18, and I've turned it into a juggernaut here. Are you ready to hear this? Oh my gosh, 32 teams? Yes. Built like the NFL, Logan Lamrandier, but since then, the contracts have got a little crazy. So, one quarterback, two RBs, three receivers, two tight ends. A wide receiver running back tight end flex, a wide receiver tight end flex, a kicker, and then a full defense as well. Defensive tackle, D end, two linebackers, two corners, a safety, a flex, and a a few flex spots at the end. Are you ready to hear my starters for the Lions? Yeah, go for it. Matt Stafford, DeAndre Swift. I like to call him DeAndre Swizzle. Zeke Elliott, Demarcus Robinson of the Kansas City Chiefs, Julio Jones of the Tennessee Titans, Marvin Jones of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Darren Waller at tight end, a guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, his name is TJ Hawkinson, Quintez Cephas I drafted last year, Russell Gage of the Atlanta Falcons, Will Lutz is my kicker, Christian Wilkins is my defensive tackle, defensive end, Charles Amenahue, linebacker, Eric Wilson, linebacker, recently drafted, Baron Browning of the Denver Broncos, cornerback, Brandon Jones, as they have him listed here as a safety for the Miami uh, Dolphins, Tracy Walker, I have Nasir Adderley for the uh, Chargers, Neville Gallimore, big nasty defensive tackle, Julian Love, a kid who's been producing out there for the New York Giants. I don't know if you've maybe heard of this guy as well. His name is Derek Barnes, recently drafted to my Lions from the uh, Purdue Boilermakers. And Ashton Davis, the safety-slash-corner type from the New York Jets. Those are my starters, Logan Lamarandier, for the Oakry Detroit Lions. What are your thoughts? (laughs) Got a lot of young talent there, just waiting to develop. I don't don't know how the whole defensive point system works. So is it just like a point for tackle and all that? Oh man, it's it's crazy. What we tried to do is just make it so like in the draft you can actually take defensive guys and they score similar to a lot of offensive guys. So the the rookie draft is about as close as it gets to real life. Like people are taking defenders, you know, early in round one or getting really good point values from those guys. So it it sounds and feels way more complex, but really you're just like you said, I'm trying to put together a young good contracted team like a lot of these guys are on those small deals like I always talk about and I won't even get into my bench the people saw it on Twitter but my bench has got crazy depth crazy young talent guys coming up getting ready to take people's spots as well so it is crazy fun I have not won a Super Bowl yet for the Detroit Lions but 
as you can see, I'm coming. This year I'm coming. I got I got the, the spots filled I need. I got good draft class. I'm, I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Being in 32 <laughs> teams is just crazy, but that's the NFL too. So your odds are about the same. I, I mean, back in the day, I might have hired you as my assistant GM, but you're too busy. You got too much. You're t- too big for me, Logan Lamb dear. So I had to do it on my own. I had to just take, a, you know, I'm president, VP, and and executive of, of everything Oak Ridge Detroit Lions here on Reality Sports Online. So, no, it's a good time. And like I said, I just wanted to talk a little fantasy off the top, as well as me and you love talking players, draft, everything in between. It doesn't get any closer than when we can actually make the picks. So there you go. I've been building squads and, and trying to get some championships here in 2021 win one for the, the lions we need it <laughs> gonna gonna bring home a couple titles for the kool-aid cast no doubt about it so logan let's not mess around anymore uh, appreciate your feedback on the squads and, and let's go ahead and get into tight ends here so when we're talking dollars that make sense i mean there's not many more contracts we love more than tj hawkinson 23 years old 4.9 million on average got him here till 2024 kid keeps balling out like he did last year you're gonna have to up that you know contract based on pro bowls and whatnot i'm sure the lions would be happy to do so uh, he's really coming out as a shell crazy personality you know like uh, got a lot of george kittle in him as well as Love him to start playing like that year after year, too. So you got to like this kid and his upside. Oh, yeah, of course. And, yeah, his contract's not too bad, uh, especially if considering he's a pro bowler and having a pro bowler at that contract is solid. And you know, that year three is typically the, the breakout year for tight ends. And I think Hawkinson should be a focal point in the offense. And uh, his – his ceiling's sky high because I, I think he's going to be the biggest mismatch the Lions have of their pass catchers, and they need to kind of run their offense through him. So there's, um, you know, anytime you take a tight end, top 10, they have to develop. And Hawkinson, he's on a good trajectory right now, and you have to like where he's going. And you have the fifth-year option with him, so you got him under contract for three more years if you want to, and I'm sure the Lions will pick up that fifth-year option if not give them an extension before then, because it's typically more beneficial. To, if you know you're going to keep a player around, give them the extension sooner rather than later, just so you can save some money while doing it. No doubt about it. I'm looking at him at Reality Sports Online. I got him for 4.5, so basically the exact same contract he's got. I'll be looking to extend them once his rookie year's uh, contract is done. I'm sure the Lions will do the same. Um, I, w- I was thinking about it recently. I know we got these other uh, – players to talk about but I mean he he's the top guy on the squad as well as I was thinking about it recently like you know some people had their opinions of just like do you take a tight end that high like what's his ceiling I was really frustrated after his rookie year I was like not only is he not getting the football when he was getting it thrown in the end zone he was dropping it he just seemed you know he had a couple injuries that first year but last year is really what I not only expected but I think it's a dynamic type player in the NFL these days, like a guy that can can run different routes, can dominate the middle of the football field, move the chain, score in the re- you know, all those things you look for. Like, I think Hawkinson has all of it. So I'm more than happy to pay him the 4.9 and, and willing to up that because I think if the Lions put the right team around him, you see those really good teams that also have that dominant tight end that can't be guarded as well as he just occupies that part of the field so other guys can do their thing. So I, I really like this guy from all levels. There's a little bit of worry in me, I got to say, that 
you know, because this new regime is so loose. Like, I don't want TJ Hawkinson to get too loose to where he's, he's either not focused or, you know, he has some trouble off the field or whatever it may be. But I, I do like his personality, and I'm hoping that he just really becomes a, a face kind of of the new Lion squad. You know, that's really what I'm hoping for. The hair is crazy, too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's he's pretty different than when the Lions drafted him. You know, it's just, I feel like he's really trying to be George Kittle with everything he's doing. And <laughs> hopefully that translates to the field. Exactly. Like say, you might as well uh, copy him and, and, and we'll go for it. So after him, I mean, Darren Fells, 35 years old, people like this signing, but I mean, he was pretty good for Detroit in his first run. And then he went down to Houston, I believe, and had some touchdown success. But 35 is very old, 1.2. He's a nice vet, though. I just, I don't like him as that number two. You know, I'm looking at the depth chart. Mack, who was a rookie that I liked, but never really did much with the Saints. Azeel or Elise Mack, um, I forget how you pronounce it. He's like 24 and he's behind Fells, basically 660K. Both those guys on a one year deal. And then you got my wild card too, Hunter Bryant, a guy that undrafted, good college production. Hunter Bryant actually like was cut from this team with a non-football injury. Didn't get picked up, so the Lions brought him back. So I really don't know where his contract is, to tell you the honest truth. But to me, it looked like around 768k on average. Potentially had him here till 2023, but I'm not sure how the cut and the re-signing all works. So where are you at with those guys? Just kind of work our way through them or talk in some broad strokes about those guys. Yeah, the depth is is lacking um you know darren fells considering his age and i i think it was just mostly that touchdown production that kind of jumped off the page the last couple years where he has been productive and i i think he knows his his role here is a second clear cut second tight end probably going to be asked to do a lot of blocking and you know catch the ball here and there and the show is going to be all about tj hackinson elise mack i Again, he was a guy I liked in the pre-draft process, and he hasn't done a whole lot, but he's got some talent to him. There's already been a couple teams that give up on him, so that's a concern. You're just wondering where he was at. But, again, it's that three-year mark for tight ends. Sometimes they just take a little bit for things to click, and maybe that can be Mac. But out of all the tight ends, I think he's the one I like the best behind Hawkinson just because you hope that he can kind of maybe find a little bit of um, yes, high school was a long time ago, but he was a highly ranked recruit. You know, all the, all those Notre Dame tight ends are always highly ranked and they have some skill to them. So, um, really out, outside of Hawkinson, I, I could see a lot of turnover at the tight end position between this year and next. Logan, you know I say it multiple times when you're on the show. I love having you on the show. I appreciate you coming on. We could talk football for days. And I haven't done this in many, many, many shows, and I hate to break it out, but, I mean, if you're just going to steal all of my takes and all of my opinions, I mean, I might have to hit you with it. I, I might have to break out the Logan Bell because I just said all that. I said all the same things because, like you said, um, you know, Mac hasn't done anything, but, I mean, he's a nice flyer, but... Where are you at? You got to educate me on Hunter Bryant and hold this cut, the re-signing, all that. I, I, I teed it up for you because I need the knowledge. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, and so Hunter Bryant, it's a weird situation because a team could have picked him up. But since he reverted back to the Lions roster, uh, I think I don't think he can play for the first six weeks. So he's on that 
non-football injury list. Um, so again, it's, it's not like they can't, they can't do much with him, even though he can be on the roster. So that's something I do have to look a little bit more into just in how he impacts the salary cap. Uh, if, and I'm pretty sure they can just keep him on that list. He's not, he's not counted against the 90 man roster right now and neither will he on the 53 man roster. So uh, that's, that's a unique situation. And one that caught me off guard. Um, And I remember reading up on it, but I can't remember it now. There's a lot of weird little details to it. I'm really hoping we get something out of that kid, but you just don't know. And and since we're on it, I mean, I do have Hunter Bryant and my reality sports online, uh, Detroit Lions squad as well. Come on, Hunter Bryant, make some plays, please. Drink it in, man. Logan, I hate to toot my horn, but while we're at it, I mean, a couple other names from my bench that I've assembled on my squad while we move through these tight ends. Jordan Love, Taysom Hill, backup quarterbacks. Uh, Madison, a backup running back that I like. I mean, I'm just going down my list here. Uh, Bryson Hopkins, since we're on tight ends. I mean, I like that kid out in L.A. If he could ever do something. Cam Regrone. I mean, where did he go to school, Logan? Do you remember? Michigan? <laughs> you know he went to U of M, baby. I mean, I got to take him. I hope this kid, he might not even play this year, but uh, I think he's going to do great. I mean, I got this other guy. His name is A.O. Oh, baby. <laughs> Gosh, I'm, I'm so off track right now. I just took people off tight ends to go back to my team, but I got a pub reality sports online. They're a great sponsor here on the show. All right. And the reason I went back to my team, because it's much more interesting than talk about Toei Yasopo, uh, right undrafted kid. We got Hausman. We got... Thedford, I mean, gosh, these guys all make anywhere from 660k to 808k. I mean, they all are here for either one year or up to 2024. I don't expect many of them to be on the team. If I was going to spend any time, Tuiasopo is a guy I remember out of the draft process, kind of a blocker, do a couple things in the passing game. I mean, maybe he makes it as a depth guy, but I don't think so. So, Logan, was I right to go talk about my fantasy team being much more interesting than some of these Lions backup depth off the roster tight ends? Yeah, they are because all these guys. <laughs> I, I, I like, drafted Caden Stearns this year. I've got team, Ronnie Perkins. I'm not expecting anything. <laughs> Uh, Austin Bryant's on my team. You want me to talk about Deshaun Hand on my bench if he could ever make a play? I mean, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, man, you got it. That's stacked roster. <laughs> but, uh, like, are you with me? Like, these guys don't make it except for, um, you know, Lions probably keep three or four tight ends. To me, yeah, they could add to the position. But, Logan, here's a little trivia for you. Who's the backup tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs? Kansas City Chiefs. I don't. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm sure I'll know once you say it, though. <laughs> I don't have the audio drop, but it, but I need the rock drop. It doesn't matter who the backup tight end for the Chiefs is. No one cares. I got Travis Kelsey, and he just makes plays all year long. So everybody with the Lions, this is a note to the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers and Lions fans out there. You guys know who you are. Drink it in, man. Exactly. Like, we can't have two to three pro bowlers at every position. So people talk about the tight end depth not being there. 
It's tight end. All we need is TJ Hawkinson, a blocker, and then a guy that maybe makes a few plays here or there. We don't need a bunch of studs at the position. So there's my quick rant when everybody acts like we got to have a, you know, a pro, an all pro, and his backup's got to be, you know, a, a 500 yard, you know, three, four, five touchdown guy, and the guy behind him's got to make plays. No, that's not how the NFL works, man. It's Travis Kelsey and a bunch of who cares. And on the Lions, it's TJ Hawkinson and a bunch of nobodies. I mean, that's where we're at. Darren Fells, make a few plays, make me happy. That's right. And uh, it's Blake Bell. <laughs> the backup. There you go. There you go. Just an absolute jabron. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> and, and the Lions are going to be just fine at tight end. If they're not, it's not the end of the world because it's tight end. They're very fiscally responsible at tight end because Hawkinson makes money because he got taken in the top 10. Nobody else makes money. Will they add to that position at some point? I'm sure, but we can definitely spend draft resources and money in other spots so everybody don't worry about it logan you got anything else to say you want to pub any of your stuff get a few plugs in here before we take our commercial break oh you know where to find me twitter facebook instagram <laughs> just type in lamarandir really easy to spell it'll come up <laughs> There you go. And everybody, I've got Jalen Darden at wide receiver. <laughs> Preston Williams, Tyler Johnson. Oh, baby. Kenny Gainwell. No, I'm just kidding. I, I won't run down the rest of my bench. But everybody, my Detroit Lions are coming in Reality Sports Online. The real Detroit Lions are coming for you here in 21, 22, 23, and beyond. And everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our great sponsors. And we come back, we're talking safeties with the one and only Logan Lamrandier. Everybody, we'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, I am fired up. I am excited to tell you about one of our new great sponsors. Now, by now... Most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, it's time to go see what the buzz in the Dynasty fantasy community is all about. Free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first round rookie options, and so much more. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Do you think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your metal. Still not sure? You can test your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction. So here's what I need all you guys to do. Head over to Reality Sports Online. You'll hear me talk about it on the show and call it RSO. Head over to Reality Sports Online and check them out right now. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, what's going on, everybody? We're back from the break. During the break, Logan Lammer and Deer, I mean, he made fun of me for being in a few fantasy leagues. I mean, he told me I can only be in two or three like him or I've got a problem, which uh, maybe I do, but I'm really not in that many leagues. I just, uh, like I say, if I'm going to be the GM of the show, if I'm going to be the GM on Believe in Lions on the Believe Podcasting Network, i got to be the GM in real life, and that's put my money to the test. Now, do I need to win a few more championships? Absolutely, and I'm ho- I'm working on that right now. But I-, I really enjoy fantasy football. I love talking football here on the show. I love having great guests like Logan Lamarandier on the show, who knows what he's talking about and loves football as well. So Logan, you're back. You got your stuff on Sports Illustrated. You're probably gonna be doing some stuff on the radio. We're kind of in the off season, but as you said, before you know it, it's gonna be training camp. So we got some safeties to talk about. You ready to do this? Oh yeah, let's do it. Safeties. <laughs> Best position on the Lions roster. <laughs> oh, man. When you mean best, you mean the absolute worst. <laughs> because I don't know what the yes, Lions are doing I mean. here. <laughs> it's like they haven't invested anything. They don't have any dynamic players. And people are yelling at their phone right now saying, well, you love Tracy Walker. I used to. I don't know what he is now. Like, Will Harris was my guy, future leader. Hasn't done a damn thing. Like, Marlowe from Buffalo. I mean, is that the guy I'm hanging my hat on at the safety position? And then a bunch of young cats. So we'll, we'll get into it. But we will start with Mr. Tracy Walker here, 26 years old, $877,000. This is actually the last year of his deal. I think it's a very pivotal year. He could blow up and be that guy that we thought a few years ago, or he could have a ho-hum year and be a guy that... You know, as he was quoted recently and said that everybody in the locker room loves me. <laughs> okay, they may love you, but I only love you when you make plays. And I haven't seen enough plays on the football field. I need to see more from Tracy. Hopefully the personality and everything will come out. I don't mind the contract. I can't imagine even if he balls out, you'd have to pay a ton to keep him in the D. But he just needs to produce more, get his hands on some footballs and, and make some more impact plays. What do you think? Yeah, he definitely does. And he's on a cheap rookie deal, and this is a contract here, so it's – a big year for him because he had a really down year last year, especially considering his expectations were so high. Uh, and I was in the same boat as many where I felt he was going to take the next step in this defense. And he did just, man, he fell off a cliff last year. And again, all the DBs did. It's not like any of the DBs played well in Patricia's scheme. So I'm, you've, you've seen the glimpses of Tracy Walker just being a ball hawk. And I think this staff will get the best out of him and get him back on track. But at the same time, I, I almost hope it's not too good of a year because I don't want him being priced out of what the Lions are willing to pay him type of thing either. I'd, I'd prefer to have him a good have him have a good season and then kind of sign him to like a three year deal at a really low price. And then he accent, excels and ascends on to the next step. So uh, I, I'd still am confident in Tracy Walker, although, yes, last year did shake my confidence a little bit. <laughs> 
the people might have heard it out there. I did have to hit you with another bell because it's very similar to what I just said. I'm stealing your content, Mr. Lamrandir. I'm going to have to just throw it to you because, again, <laughs> great minds think alike. I mean, you do agree on most football players and, and value and, and positions and all that. So uh, let me throw Marlow at you. I mean, the guy's 28 years old, 1.1 on a $1 million deal. Uh, before I even comment, what do you think about him? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a special teamer that can play a starting role at times. And again, it's not going to be a guy you're building around. Uh, and it's just, just again, another one of those guys who's just the guy and probably could easily be upgraded anytime in the future. But um, if he can't beat out Will Harris, it's not saying a whole lot. <laughs> See, I got a little bit different take, and I'm glad I didn't give it to you off the top because I feel like the Lions coaching staff are going to love this guy. I really think he's kind of a meat and potatoes type of player. He's a guy that is just a, a solid bet, a guy that they're going to be able to count on to be in the right spot, do the right thing. I think, you know, for the most part, if we roll the footballs out there today, it's it's him and Tracy back there. Um, one guy solid you can count on. Tracy's supposed to be that athletic, long-limbed guy that can go make plays. You did say he has, like, ball production. When? Like, Tracy Walker hasn't picked off a pass since Arizona two years ago, from what I remember. But he should be able to get his hands on the football if they let him play free safety rather than linebacker or you know, slot corner, whatever he's been playing for that team. But Marlowe, I think, is going to be the the aging vet that we've seen here in the Lions kind of carve out a role, maybe even a bigger role than we want, like Tavon Wilson and Hedabo and those guys from the past. But Will Harris is the guy that I really want to come on the scene. As much as I love Tracy, Will Harris is 25 years old. Every time I see him in the jersey, he still looks like a ball player. As I said, when you hear his interviews, he's a no-nonsense, leadership-type guy. He just can't cover. I don't know what his problem is. He even reports that he's already getting roasted, toasted, and extra crispy by a bunch of people uh, in camps. Like, Will Harris, like, what? why can you not cover? I mean, I don't know. I've heard it said in the past, you can't cover a coffee table, bro. Like, I don't know what your problem is, but I think he's got to step up on a whole bunch of different levels, and no one's counting on him to do so and I'm just sitting here holding my breath hoping that he takes a very nice size leap and can be a contributor $930,000 he signed here till 2023 so if he craps out here this year they get rid of him you're losing multi-years on that third round pick that they took so general thoughts about Will yeah I mean I would feel a lot better about him if I ever thought even in college he wasn't really a playmaker and it was really just his athleticism, which was kind of weird for Patricia and Quinn to draft a guy based off of athleticism. But I guess Pasqualoni was his former college coach as well. But um, I, I never was super impressed with Will Harris's film at, while at Boston College. And it's pretty much translated. And he's gotten worse in the NFL, which you expect because it's much more difficult. So it's just one of those things where it's like sometimes good athletes aren't good football players. And at this point, I haven't seen anything that really changed my mind about Harris, and I, I hope the best for him. But again, it's just, yeah, got to be real sometimes, and he hasn't shown anything that makes me think he's going to be able to turn it on. So maybe the coaching staff can pull something out of him and put him in situations where he'll be better, but I, like, I can't think of any good plays he's made during his time in the NFL, and everything has just been negative plays. So that 
that needs to change quick if he wants to stick around. <laughs> Mr. Lamarandier, I, I again, I, I appreciate the answer. Now, I do have to kind of grill you on the show, uh, usually about the pronunciation or the usage of certain names. Um, you you mentioned uh, a former defensive coordinator. What would you say his name was again? Paul Pasqualoni. You know when you pronounce his name, you got to do it in the Stephen A. Smith voice, and that's Paul Pascaloni. <laughs> I think he did like a five-minute segment where he just said that over and over again, and I can't, <laughs> I can't laugh harder about it. So please pronounce it that way next time you bring him up. I mean, uh, I, I also wondered, can, could you name the coach of the Detroit Lions for me, Mr. Lamarindier? Dan Campbell. What was that? Dan Campbell. <laughs> All right, is that your final answer? Oh, is it Dan freaking Campbell? <laughs> of course it's Dan freaking Campbell, because it's this guy. We're going to bite a kneecap oh. off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right? That's going to be the mentality. That's Dan freaking Campbell, Logan Lamarandier. And he also, I have exclusive audio about his thoughts on Will Harris's play the last couple of years. You've had enough of that shit. Exactly, Dan Campbell. <laughs> what do you think about Will coverage? In, uh, Will Harrison coverage? You think that's been good? You've had enough of that. <laughs> exactly. Do you think we should maybe cut him loose and let him get after the quarterback blitz? Maybe uh, cause some havoc. I mean, or would you rather just have him try to cover guys in the slot and get roasted? You've had enough of that. Exactly. I have too. Let's let's figure out how to use Will Harris and keep him on this football team because he's young and I think he can make plays. All right, man, we've been having some fun, but let's bundle guys together. We got CJ Moore, who's only 25 years old, 585,000 bucks. Seems like he's been around for a half decade. You got Jalen Elliott, the kid out of Notre Dame. I like his build. I like the things he brings. He's only 22 years old. They picked him up last year as an undrafted kid, 660K. Um, he's around for a couple more years. Bobby Price, I mean, he had the crazy hair last year, the dreads. I think he cut it, but he still seemed to have some upside for me. Anything with those three guys you want to hit on? Uh, not really. I, I mean, Bobby Price was one of those players when – he signed as an undrafted free agent. It's like he has all the tools. He's six three, um, just an elite athlete. It's, you just hope he can put it all together. But coming from Norfolk State, he he had some work to do and some growing to do. It, he would be a nice surprise if he could contribute. But uh, really, all those guys. C.J. Moore has just been a solid uh, special teams type of guy, and you know there is a role for that in the NFL. So he can probably stick around, and he has played some safety as well in games uh and you know all these guys it's just they're i've said it how many times about between the tight end depth and the safety depth you really chose the two worst spots to talk about <laughs> mr lamb randier like, what we're doing what do is we're... say about these guys <laughs> We're pairing up positions, bro, that are similar. Wide receivers and corners, tight ends and safeties. You see what I'm trying to do here? Plus, this is the makeup of our football team. So do the Lions need some more ballers at safety? Absolutely. But do they are they acknowledging that 
safety, wide receiver, um, tight end are not their top spots that they're most worried about in this part of the the team building? Absolutely. And if you're going to cut corners, those are some of the spots I would consider. Now, you definitely do need another body at safety. But if I had to pick out a wild card out of those guys, I'd like to see what Jalen Elliott can do just based on how young he is and, and maybe him having some upside. But to me, most of these guys are off the roster. C.J. Moore seems to be kind of a coaching favorite of the pass regime. And I believe it was him that I saw on one of these, like, you know, photos that you get on uh, Lions app or DetroitLions.com. Where I was like, who's that guy? And then at the bottom it said C.J. Moore. I'm like, dang, dude, it was like dieseled up and looked like a ball player. So we'll see if he can put it on. He's been a mostly a special team gunner and and things like that. But he has stuck around for quite a bit. So he'd be my leader in the clubhouse to be a depth safety. And then you got this kid, Holder, that they – they brought in as an undrafted guy, and I think they signed him after, like, you know, rookie minicamp or whatever, 25 years old, 780K. Um, you know, I could see him being a guy that this regime likes and maybe keeps around. Igabuke, I believe is how you pronounce it, 26 years old, 780K. I mean, I, I don't know much about him. He's probably not going to be around. And then I didn't know if you knew anything about Amos. A-M-O-S, 23 years old, 808K. Here till 2024, I believe another undrafted guy. You got any You got any big research on him, Logan? I mean, this is why I, I bring you on the show here for these nuggets. Just to, you got to have something. Yeah, I mean, really, I think his biggest impact was on special teams. He was a pretty good uh, return specialist. So I think he's in competition for that in terms of his safety play. I I didn't really see all that much that really stood out. But as a depth piece and a developmental type of guy, maybe a practice squad type of player, um, he's got some interesting traits to him. And that's really all you can ask for with for me, it's specifically on spe- or on the practice squad. I, w- I want players who have, you know, some athleticism. We talked about this all all draft season, where those those are the guys who, more often than not, if they have some athleticism, they can play football. They will eventually turn into something. But uh, really, with him, I I just want to wait until preseason to see him get some kick returns and punt returns and kind of see what he can do there. Is this Amos you're talking about? Yes, D'Angelo Amos. All right, that's in-depth, just digging deep for content from Logan Lamarandier. I mean, uh, (laughs) what what the people want to know is where all these guys were on your draft board. I mean, you you got it ranked one to about 600. I mean, wherever they are on the the Lamarandier board is is what their true value is. I mean, you got that at the tip of your fingers. I'm sure these guys had to make your top 850 or so. Yeah, they were all around 400. <laughs> Igubuke, actually. I did kind of like him. I, re- I remember him coming out, and he was a, a good athlete. Uh, really, I, I think he tested off the charts, and it was just one of those things where it's like, okay. But his film wasn't that great. And now he's been in the league for a few years. I think the Lions are <laughs> sixth or seventh team he's been on. And that's uh, – yeah, that's – I as far as Elijah Holder, nope. I didn't have him – uh, if he was on my draft board, he was so far down it where you get to a point. It's like all these players are just the same. And I, Jalen Elliott, you mentioned him earlier. Uh, he actually had some decent film for Notre Dame. I, I thought he looked okay. And then he just bombed the combine. I, he ran in the four eights and it's tough to succeed when you're, <laughs> when you're running a four eight in the NFL. <laughs> 
Logan, I think a former basketball player probably put it best where most of these guys will end up. We're talking about practice. Squad. I mean, we're talking about the practice squad. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about <laughs> practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we're talking about the practice squad. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game that they go out and die for. We're talking about the practice squad. You know what I'm saying? If they're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, what was what was Allen Iverson? He was uh, the he was the answer. I mean, that's the truth right there. <laughs> I don't know uh, that, that those guys will be making the cut, but the Lions got to do something at safety. I mean, just need either a hard hitter or a ball hawk or a vet or somebody else. I would be I'd be have that circled as a position that they could take some dollars and cents and, and go pick up a nice piece before the season and and say, all right, between you, you know, Tracy, Harris, and Marlowe, we gotta find two guys that we can depend on with a with a third and a fourth rotational piece. And and who knows if he might go back there too, like we said before about when we were talking corners about maybe he drops back. I mean, Iffy and, and Tracy would be a crazy athletes back there at the back end, but I don't know if they could play together or not, um, you know, on a consistent basis, but that might be kind of fun in a package or just a, a different thing the Lions could break out. So Logan, I mean you did the Wednesday show, you killed it you're back here on a friday i tell everybody all the time go bug you on twitter at l Deer. i mean give give his articles a like a retweet when he hits you with those mailbag questions or wants questions hit him up he'll he'll definitely take your question and give you a great answer as he does on this show and uh just appreciate you coming on man once a month or so we get to jump on here and talk football and and between that a few texts here and there but uh it's just always great to have you on and and talk lions and really appreciate your opinion your optimism as well as the knowledge that you bring to the show oh of course man i always enjoy talking football with you and have some laughs and you know this time of year we get to you know, kind of let loose a little bit and just talk about random things. And it's, it's nice. Typically, you know, podcasts are all about the top stories and all the, um, you know, the top players and you never really get to talk about the little guys. So it's, it's fun doing this. <laughs> yeah, man, we're talking dollars that make sense. And, and hopefully what Brad Holmes, Dan freaking Campbell and company are building makes a ton of sense here in Detroit uh, so we get that one pride going here and start winning some football games so everybody for myself for Logan Lamarandier we hope you guys have a great weekend thank you for um, listening to the show serve you up a big glass of that Detroit Kool-Aid on the way out drink it in take care have a great weekend everybody we're out drink it in now back to back start the plane Drink it in, man.